Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group at the PCI Community Meeting in Orlando. I'm here with Stephen Orfe, the replacement general manager for Bob Russo, to talk about where he sees the PCI Council going. Stephen, this morning you gave a presentation about your new role and the vision that you see for the PCI Security Standards Council. I'd be remiss if I didn't say that I think you're coming in at an exciting time, but you're also coming in at a very difficult time because the PCI Data Security Standard has really been scrutinized lately, and of course that's been in the wake of all these recent and ongoing retail data breaches that we've seen. How do you plan to address some of the challenges that the payment security standards are facing right now, as well as changes that you see or the evolution of the council? I'm very excited about the opportunity to serve. I'm humbled by it and, and highly motivated. I think that, you know, first I want to lay claim to the fact that we are in fact the good guys fighting the good fight. And I think that the council is more relevant today and we're at a pivotal place in our history. I'd like to take the council to the next level and I believe that's a, a migration from being a standards, a global standards body to a center of excellence that is designed to address any and all matters around cardholder security. And so what about some of the criticisms or challenges that you see the data security standards facing? How do you plan to address those? Well, you know, one of the statements I made earlier today was that we need to really have a risk dialogue, a risk-based uh, dialogue versus a compliance dialogue. It shouldn't be our way or the highway. Um, what I'm interested in doing is, is taking the threats off the table. A prioritized risk-based approach will do exactly that. And we're at an interesting time. The good news is, you know, the existing technology and the emerging technology that's available now will help us actually devalue the data. So as you know, we've been talking about tokenization this week, point-to-point -point encryption, and EMV chip. Those are three great layers of security that's going to help us secure the payment environment and also render the data useless. That's ultimately the end game. So on that note, Stephen, how do you see payments security itself evolving beyond tokenization, EMV, and encryption? Well, you know, it's going to evolve. I think, you know, clearly there's going to be a role for biometrics going forward, uh, whether that's uh, uh, just simply an authentication or the actual means by which you purchase. I think that's, you know, it's just a matter of time before we get there. You know, and relevant to some of the things that iPhone announced today, too. But I think tokenization and point-to-point -point encryption and, and the EMV chip rollout in the U.S. is going to be critical for us as layers of security. Now, this morning you were talking quite a bit about biometrics as well as mobile, and you kind of merged those two together in some way just because, and to, to quote you, I believe that you had said that you felt mobile would be critical um, moving forward. How do you see mobile playing into some of the security as well as some of the, the future of payments? Well, sure. Uh, you know, I, I personally believe that mobile is the future of payments and that we need to insert ourselves right in the middle of that discussion, and I think we've done a lot of good work to date in fact, to do that by publishing best practices and meaningful white papers on not only the mobile environment, but cloud computing. So, uh, you know, the mobile devices were developed to be convenient and uh, not necessarily secure. But with the proper use of encryption and tokenization, uh, the mobile phone becomes a very viable uh, instrument by which to conduct transactions. 
We also, uh, from a council perspective, concern ourselves with acceptance of payments on a mobile phone. And that's been a great focus for us there. But mobile clearly, clearly be the, the future of payments. So from a mobile perspective, Stephen, how do you see mobile or this emergence of more mobile payments impacting the data security standards? Well, you know, if you look at the mobile base, it's out there. Uh, many of the folks on the different platforms, be it Android or iPhone, uh, don't necessarily upgrade to the most recent levels. Uh, that's one of the things, is to remain current and up-to-date on your software. Uh, because with each release, you, you take out different threats and vulnerabilities that exist. And I think that as the phones are become NSC-enabled, and uh, the, the transactions will flow, and I think we'll be able to do that securely, and we'll certainly provide the guidance to the marketplace to do that. You also mentioned this morning um, the expectation or the anticipation that we can see upticks in card not present fraud, and you also handed out some numbers about percentage of card not present transactions you expect to see in the future. Can you talk a little bit about how you expect the council to address CNP? Sure. So, uh, and I appreciate the question, Tracy. We know, uh, having observed that both the European and Asia-Pacific theaters, as EMV chip is deployed and terminalization is completed, you essentially then button down the point-of-sale environment. You take off the table the counterfeit threat, the replay, the lost and stolen card opportunities at the POS. And once you do that, what you find is as that window closes to the criminal community, it quickly will then migrate to the card not present environment. So there's a perception out there that somehow EMV is this silver bullet, this bullet that's going to address all these concerns. And the fact of the matter is it will deliver on its promise. It will remove the threat at the POS. But it's just another critical layer of security. It will absolutely migrate to the card not present environment. And then we'll find ourselves in a place where we really need to think about cardholder authentication, transaction scoring as a means to uh, neutralize those attack vectors. And then, Stephen, one final question for you. You spoke quite a bit this morning about the vision that you see for the PCI Security Standards Council being a center of excellence and touching on some of these areas, providing training, releasing new guidance. Can you talk a bit about where you see that going? Sure. You know, I think that my message to the marketplace right now is one of collaboration, uh, one of being vigilant, and having truly a merchant focus. We have to collaborate on a global level. We have access to some of the best and brightest minds in the industry. It's incumbent upon us to tap that knowledge to get that feedback and really shape the future of payments, specifically the security of payments. Uh, The technology brings with it the opportunity, I think, for the first time to really defend and mitigate against a hack and attack. I I don't think, Tracy, we're at a place where if you'd asked me this a couple years ago, maybe the hacker community had a leg up on us. I think we're now at a place where we have technology that will mitigate and we can defend against the attack. But I'd also say that no organization is immune from attack. And if we're vigilant, once again, it will come back to not only the people, the process, and the technology, but the people and the vigilance and the cultural view of a company, uh, how seriously they take cybersecurity. In my mind, cybersecurity equals job security. 
And I, I think people are getting on board with that now, given the high-profile attacks in the marketplace. Well, welcome, and thank you for your time today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Again, we've just heard from Stephen Orfe, the new general manager of the PCI Security Standards Council. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.